In the name of God who loves life, in the name of Jesus who gives life, in the name of the Holy Spirit who is the fire of life. Amen. Two friends of mine this summer are going to immerse themselves in a trip up Monte Picchu. They have decided to hike it, not with one of these fancy, uh, everybody takes all your things and sets up your nice campsite, but with a much more rugged group uh, where they will be very much as if the Incas who climbed that mountain and built that civilization there. It will take them eight days. They have to go two days early in order to acclimate to the elevation. I find that remarkable, but what I find even more remarkable is that they've decided at the end of their trip that there is a eatery, a farm to table, I guess, as we would call it, that will serve the foods that the Incas grew at each elevation of their farms. So the Incas on the mountainside created microclimates by terracing up the level, and certain foods would grow at a lower elevation, and other foods would grow at a next elevation, and they had a very complex, environmentally knit-together system through which they could feed themselves. So my friends are not only going to experience the dust that they'll be wiping off their faces from the mountain, the feel of the ground underneath, the breathing of the air, the learning of that culture, their own pilgrimage of what it might have been like to live in that time and that place, but they are going to actually partake of the food as it was grown when that civilization flourished. They are going to immerse themselves in this land and this people. Our gospel lesson is Jesus' very graphic and direct words about immersing ourselves in his life. What he would have said to his listeners would have been immediately heard as abhorrent. Do not eat the blood of any animal, for that is the source of life. And yet Jesus turns to them and says, you must eat my flesh and drink my blood if you are to be a part of me. If you are to receive the life that I have to give to you, one of the translations actually says, you must gnaw upon my flesh. Jesus was not trying to be hyperbolic or one of those grand statements in which he grabs attention. He was referring to absolutely immersing yourself into the life that he gives. To be able to see it from every angle, from every experience, from the dust, from the air, 
from the literalness of his body. The literalness that he is the source of life. We, depending on your theology, replicate, remember, or actually impart to the elements that we will share in a moment together, that source of life. But I don't think the question for us this morning is how we understand where that source of life comes into those elements from our prayers. I think the question that Jesus is asking in this gospel is more about us. Are we truly ready when we receive the bread and wine to immerse ourselves, to be all of which Christ gives us, to be totally connected to that source, to that living being? Do we take it as a remembrance? to help us through our day? Probably on some days. Probably on the first day of exams. But we take it more to be part of, literally part of, knit together, immersed in that life of Christ. So I invite you as you leave today and in the tests that you will face, in the hardness of the seats upon which you will sit, in the blueness of the screens that will face you as you do your exams, to also remember that there is dirt on your fingers, pollen and dust from the world around us, air that you are breathing, that all comes from that source of life. We are never caught up based on our one singular focus, but we are always asked, as we are part of Christ's life, to know that we are totally and fully within it each and every moment. Amen.